What's up, guys? It's Captain Cook. Welcome back to Spicy Memories, the podcast about food and stuff and life. Uh, this is episode, I want to say, 12. Uh, it's been a while. And I am joined here with Selena Lozano. She is a podcast host for The Art of Chisme, which is one of my favorite podcasts most recently. Uh, she is an amazing artist that I've been following her for a couple of years. And I originally met her when she was a barista and working and she loves all things coffee and uh, we're going to get into all three of those things. Selena, hi. Hi, how are you? I am fine and dandy as I tell everyone in the world. <laughs> I'm amazing. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. Um, I mean, thank uh, you for having me, honestly. It's, it's just an honor. It's a uh, please <laughs> on this podcast. No, it's just, um, Oh, don't say that. It was, you know, what's weird is mango. When you started mango podcast, which was mm-hmm. right. That was back in the day last year or something, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe even earlier this year. I don't know. That it was, was a, yeah, it was actually last summer. There you go. That was one of the first podcasts, um, out of only a couple of people that I like knew in life that were actually doing a podcast. And like, cause I had this one mm-hmm. other friend who was doing it and then I was like, I don't know, maybe he just does it, whatever. And then I saw you coming out with mango and I'm just like, fucking, there you go. There's a, there's a group of us. Like there's people. I was like, that's, that's good. No, definitely. Yeah. I don't really know many, um, close friends who are podcasters, honestly. Yeah, it's, and you know, it's a lot to put yourself through for, for oh, it is. No it's an experience. It, oh yeah. <laughs> for seemingly no reason. Yeah. Um, so, all right, why don't you uh, give the people a little background, the people, uh, give the people a little background uh, people. <laughs> on, uh, on the podcast, on who you are, how you came about starting the podcast, and uh, I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. else you want. You can give your thoughts on, you know, existentialism, whatever the hell you want. So, go ahead. Oh, man, this is kind of heavy. Okay, um, wow, where do I start? Okay, so obviously, as you mentioned, I am Selena, and we actually met, I was, um, I would say, what, a few years ago, I was working as a barista at Pops Espresso Bar, which is located in Rochelle. Great place. Great food. Um, Geez, so where did I start? Okay, so I'm 25 years old as well, and my best friend's a long-haired chihuahua. Um, I love to drink wine, and um, geez, I don't know. I don't... (laughs) I'm so awkward when it comes to, like, just talking about myself, but I'm just going to jump into the podcast. So I started the podcast Mango, um last year in the summer just because you know COVID was a thing and I thought you know why not you know why not start a podcast I've been listening to them for a while now and I felt quite moved to actually kind of do it myself you know I have friends why not right so me and a couple of like art school buddies got together and we started Mango and it was pretty cool honestly we were kind of just talking about our our experience in art school we went to SUNY Purchase I know you have as well, Chris. I, I don't know well, how yeah. I didn't see you there. I was very but... forgettable. It's fine. I tried to hide in the shadows. So. <laughs> oh, no, I was too. I was a, I was such a loner in college. I, I'm surprised I even made friends. Well, much like but... you, I was a transfer student. So I was that and a commuter. So it was kind of hard to break that. You know, we can get into that. But yeah, we purchased. No, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, no, I totally agree. But yeah, I mean, it honestly just started from listening to podcasts and, you know, just kind of putting myself in that position. Like, I want to try this and see where this goes and really just kind of make an art community out of it. And so, yeah, a couple of my friends got together and we were just, like I said, recording our experiences in art school and how we see the world through our lens, honestly. And that was cool, but it was really hard to kind of get everyone in like time, like this, like um, everyone just had too much going on in their lives that it was just kind of hard for us 
kind of get together. We didn't even consider Zoom as an option. You know, um, one of my friends lived lived in like Inwood. So she was like in upper Manhattan. I live in the Bronx and my other friend lived in White Plains. So to get us all together was kind of hard. And so it kind of just stopped after episode three. And um, I was just kind of like, okay, I don't want to stress anybody out. So I'm just going to leave it alone for a bit. And then Danielle, um, he's actually my co-host for the new podcast called The Art of Achievement. He hit me up. He asked me about my podcast, you know, like what happened to it. I kind of gave him a little rundown of what happened. And he's like, you know what, if you want, I'll, I can help you out. I can be your co-host and get you running up again, you know, with the, with the podcast. And so we were, we, we continued Mango where it kind of like, I guess, ended. And from there on, I guess, Daniel and I realized that this is kind of cool. Like just us two, you know, and it turned into the Art of Chisme, which was kind of more of a broad um podcast i would say it's not we didn't we don't we talk more than just art and other stuff you know like life stuff and so yeah i mean so far it's been great you know i really enjoy recording every weekend and he's a great co-host honestly so because i have such a great co-host you know it helps it does but you two together it does you know you have a nice like kind of easy flow kind of chemistry which is nice um Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very apparent on podcasts, even when you listen to any podcast, if they have like a guest on who you can tell it's just not kind of, it's, it's very just kind of like straightforward question and answer. I mean, even like this, this is kind of like I'm having you on as like a guest, but like, you know, if you are a host of somebody like you are with Daniel, I mean, that's like, you do so many episodes together that after a while, it's just kind of like, it's just like a regular conversation that you're having. And it's just like a back and Definitely. forth and it, it helps to do the more. And like you said earlier, the more you do, you know, the more you become comfortable with it and you know, but it already, I mean, you guys have now 17 episodes out, 16? I believe I lose, I lost track, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it it does help having um, a co-host, especially someone who's a little bit more talkative. Like I honestly, like Daniel, he's more of the talkative person. He actually helps me like, I'm a very nervous person, awkward. You can probably tell right now I'm like stuttering. No, and so <laughs> he's been kind of like pushing me to keep trying and, now I feel like it's kind of natural now. Like I, it's literally just a conversation. And so now that I kind of have the experience, this, this is actually becoming a lot more natural and easier to, you know, just talk. So it, yeah, it's really helpful to just have someone there, honestly. Which, and I think, you know, I think it's good in a way, like, I mean, it's, it's always good if somebody is there to like push you in like a good way, not no, not mm-hmm. he's not like putting you on the spot like you know but um <laughs> it's 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 nice to have somebody who will know how to kind of help you expand a little bit you know oh definitely um, yeah because like, there's there is a way to do that that's wrong and right and you know you guys definitely do it the right way i think you can kind of tell how you know certain conversations on the on the podcast can uh, get a little like inflated and get bigger and kind of get more wider and a little bit deeper, but it's done like very gracefully. It's not just kind of like him coming out and be like, all right, so tell me about the one thing that scared you your entire life. You know, it's not just, and like, even if it is like that topic, it's not brought up just like instantaneously like that. And it's also, it's with him. So you're okay with like opening up a conversation. So I think all of that tied together makes for a great podcast. Um, I've become mm-hmm. a huge fan of it. And for anyone listening, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to put the tag uh, for the pot for Selena's podcast in any description that I post for this, uh, the art of chisme, you can go look it up on Spotify, right? Are you anywhere else besides Spotify, Spotify? Apple. It's all on the main um, 
main platforms, Apple honestly. Okay. So exactly. So gotcha. check us out, guys. We re- we release an episode every Wednesday, and you know, follow our Instagram as well. We also have that, and we also have a podcast playlist because at every ep- like at the end of every episode, we recommend a new song. So right. check it out, guys. You know, which is also, I mean, that's the one thing that you're doing, which I well, two things that I don't do is consistency, which is amazing. I mean, being able to actually dedicate yourself to like recording and then like releasing an episode, it's just, that's how you grow, you know, a following. And that's how people learn to like love the podcast and stuff. It's something to look Mm -hmm. forward to. And I don't do that. It's hard. (laughs) Honestly, don't get me wrong. It's hard. Like Daniel's on my ass. Okay. I don't know if I can say that, but he's on my ass always like, okay, this is Wednesday. You don't, this is not like a kid friendly (laughs) podcast. You can say whatever the fuck you want. You're not the host. All right. You can just relax. You can you can drink your wine. You know, you can just say say anything you want. This is a this is a free form, right? This is a this is a adult. Well then, podcast. fuck you, Daniel. No, I'm yeah. I love Daniel. <laughs> I love him. No, but he's great, honestly. He's actually been the one keeping me track because I'm I'm aloof. I'm all over the place. And I think it's just because, you know, I'm a Gemini. Okay. So As we're all I. over That's the place. That's crazy. I'm a Gemini. <gasps> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, you need 23rd. to find someone that can ground you. Wait, <gasps> May 23rd? I'm May 28th. So we're seven go. days apart. Seven days apart. Look at that. Oh, I no, wait. I no, I lied. Wait, we're, I was five, we're, we're five days apart. My bad. Oh, okay. I can't I even I, math. I thought you were about to tell um, me, wait, no, that's not my birthday. <laughs> I thought you meant <laughs> so, No, no, no. no but honestly, yeah, which is why I'm, I'm like, I'm going to repeat this again, but it's great to have a co-host because we bounce, like him and I, we bounce each other out. I'm, you know, I'm able to actually, you know, have this conversation with him and record an episode, but like being consistent about it, it can be hard on me because I'm just all over the place. And he's the one like reminding me like, hey, we have to, we have to decide on a date for this, you know, because sometimes we record on Saturdays or Sundays. So we'll like talk about it like, hey, can you do Saturday or can you do Sunday? And, you know, can you do this time? Can you do that time? Oh, and don't forget it's Wednesday. It's, you know, it's time to upload our episode. So it's, you know, I understand, you know, um, but it's, I've been super, I guess, I'm thankful to have someone like Daniel who's keeping me on track. And so, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it's, it's, like I said, it's nice to have somebody who knows the right way to kind of keep things, you know, keep the engine moving, I guess. I don't have that. That's why I'm so inconsistent with this. Oh, that's why I go to, I have a question for you now. Sure, please. So what inspired you to create your podcast? Well, I had gone on a friend of mine's podcast, um, I want to say in l- late fall 2019, cool. and um, yeah, like October 2019, and it was the, it, we were there for like four hours, we were drinking all these craft beers and like talking about it, and I, I, I had been listening to a few podcasts already, and I kind of like, I always thought of it as something I couldn't really do, uh, just because I just, I, you know, I, like I, not that I have any problem talking, as you know, but um it was more just like the whole structure of it. I didn't know how it worked, whatever. And then I remember I was in my kitchen and I had my laptop there and I had had just like just a little too much bourbon. And so I got a (laughs) a microphone out that I had and Uh I did the first episode just like alone. And it was me basically ranting about like food trends and stuff like that. Um, I mean, as you know, I'm Mm -hmm. a cook cook and I, I follow the food world pretty closely and it's not what I do for a living. Uh, so outside of work, it's really what I like. I just, I've like completely dove into it. Like the podcast for the exception of like your podcast, like literally all the other podcasts I listen to now are like food podcasts. And 
uh, you know, that's like my YouTube, my YouTube suggestions that come up are just like fucking just like food recipes. Just like I have the that's worst, awesome, I have the worst like suggested or recommended YouTube page like in the world. It's just like talk shows and food videos. Like that's it. There's <laughs> not like, like, and like a random like tiny desk thrown in. Like that's it pretty much. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think once I did the first one and then realized that I could bring people on that I wanted to talk to about certain stuff. I think my first guest um, that I had was actually the, my friend who was on my pod, who was, I was on their podcast. He came on mm-hmm. with his friend. And then I had on my friend, Jess Lopez. Uh, she is a fitness trainer who lives in the city, but I've known her for many, many years. And I wanted mm-hmm. to talk to her because she's a fitness trainer and she's very into like, you know, health and being, you know, living a good lifestyle. But she also cooks like a lot. She makes her own, you know, tortillas from scratch. Like she has a press and everything. Like she doesn't like compromise her meals like, at all. So I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about the kind of balance there. And I was like, realizing soon after that I could bring people on that I kind of wanted to not show to the world like not that this really is heard by that many people but people that I wanted to have this like shared experience with and Mm -hmm. I think after that it was easier to like get people and kind of like be okay with setting it up and then COVID happened and I was like fuck I could do Zoom and literally have anybody anywhere come on the show which definitely is amazing because like I remember the day that like Jess came uh to the apartment like it was fucking raining and my mic didn't work. So I had to get a new mic and we ended up recording on this stupid shitty little one through my iPad. And it was just like a mess. And I've done this on zoom. Now this is like my fifth or sixth time. And it is just like, it's so much easier. <laughs> like, as oh, no, definitely. like people could put in the white Apple headphone microphone. Yes, headphone, exactly. And it sounds and that's enough. Like somewhat decent. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. Man. Yeah. And I honestly think that if this pandemic didn't happen, it wouldn't be like this with podcasts. It really wouldn't like it opened the doors or opportunities for sure like like you were saying with mango like you guys didn't think of zoom as like an option oh no we didn't at all none of us did they didn't zoom completely took over in 2020 which they really capitalized on i think they said their profits went up like 600 percent or something oh shit i mean good for them honestly yeah exactly skype really missed out skype could have had a skype could have had a great future okay so when covid happened i was thinking about skype but ariel was just like zoom 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 i'm like wait what about what about skype skype is like the og you know skype, <laughs> skype was the one in their uh, in their private homes in florida being like there's a there's a pandemic where what's, what's happening there? there's like skype was like out to lunch man i don't know what happened there yeah they missed but, out this this would have been great for them I seriously but, man, man, fuck like i don't know but because zoom is even my school i work at a non-profit school for the blind and every fucking meeting has turned into a zoom meeting they bought everybody who's like an administrator like me like school like business accounts for zoom so they're just like hey you're hosting whatever you know it just has made life so much easier and also i think it's it cool because you're able to talk to people that usually wouldn't like you live in the bronx now right and yes correct i just moved to northern westchester like you know i'm like an hour probably from where you are or like 40 minutes but like it's easy just to be like mm-hmm. yeah let's hop on so you know it's like definitely so i mean my co-host is in california so you know in california oh that's right fuck Wow. Yeah. So my, yeah. So we, okay. So, I mean, I'm sorry to make this about me now, but (laughs) you're on the podcast. Um, (laughs) It's supposed to be about you. Go ahead. (laughs) So funny enough. So I never met my co-host. So how that happened. I'm really curious. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So, um, we were both inspired or we both listened to the same podcast called Chicano Shuffle, which is one of the podcasts that inspired me originally. And we so that that, uh, with the episode 16 with the band, right? They were on yes, the yes. podcast, right? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, so um, we actually had all, okay, so the the podcast Chicano Shuffle is three guys. We actually had them on our podcast, each one of them. And so that was awesome. And, but yeah, you know, through that same kind of interest, we fo- he followed me on Instagram. I didn't really pay much attention because I'm like, I don't know you, but whatever, right? But I kind of had him there and he would send me stuff every every now and then. I would just ignore it because <laughs> I'm, I'm a douchebag like that. So he eventually, once he reached out about my podcast, I'm like, oh, okay, he actually was listening to my podcast, you know, so let's talk, you know, and he, you know, from there, he, like I mentioned earlier, he was like, oh, you know, I'll help you co-host. And yeah, since then, we've been just kind of like podcasting, but I've never met him yet, you know, and so it's, but, you know, through Zoom, it's just, it, it's so crazy to know that, you know, he's in California, I'm in New York, and we're making it happen, you know? Yeah. And also, you would, so never, you would never know that you two hadn't met him. Like, you guys seem like you would literally known each other for years. Like, when you listen exactly, to the podcast, it's Exactly, honestly. It's the craziest thing. It and, is, but it's like, you realize how, like, small the world is through, like, technology, you know? Like, I can literally have anyone on our episode. We've had people from California, you know? Um, and so I can just text someone and be like, Hey, are you down to do a podcast? And I can easily do it in like five minutes. It's great. Honestly. Amazing. So, it's really changed things. That, that was my little. <laughs> so to briefly transition out of the podcast, another thing that you are, I mean, I would say, I don't know if it's, you would say it's like your main, you know, your main kind of focus, but, uh, art, which, um, I, I mean, I didn't really discover your art until after I had met you at like Pops. And then I, you know, the more I've seen, it's just like, I, I don't know, it's incredible. I mean, I don't want to describe it wrong. So if you want to describe your main, you know, kind of, uh, you know, what your art really represents or what you, how you feel it kind of is portrayed, whatever. But, uh, you know, go ahead. I just. Uh... Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I went to art school as I know we talked about a little bit. I went to SUNY Purchase and I studied drawing and painting and funny enough, I think when I was like applying to purchase is when I realized I really enjoy painting. And so I kind of followed through at purchase, you know, like, this is what I want to do. And I don't know, like, I love the idea of just like, what's it called? I do love art a lot. I feel like it's one of my callings, you know, from a young age, I remember four years old, I felt very intrigued by art. And but I never knew where I kind of belonged in art if that makes any sense like I just knew I I had this like interest right and I guess it's like towards like college is when I realized okay I love the idea of painting I just don't know what to do with it and so right now I'm in the process of just kind of like figuring that out you know like trying new like materials like I really enjoy oil pastels oil paint acrylic and so I would consider myself a painter and it is one of my biggest passions and I'm I want to kind of what's it called? Like make a life out of that or a career out of that eventually. Um, well, but right now, can. I mean, you absolutely can. I mean, the art, especially your larger kind of canvas pieces are just like amazing. I mean, yes, amazing, like, you know, Mexican inspired, bright, vibrant colors that mix in a lot of like greens and like pinks and just like, you know, the, the floral ones that you have hanging in pops right now, anybody who's in the nurse area, go to pops espresso and look on the wall, you will see three or four, Right? There's four, yeah. There's four mm-hmm. of uh, very large canvases. They got to be at least four or five feet tall, I would assume, right? 
Um, yeah, I think they're 36 by 40 or something like that. But yeah. I mean, in art school, I was doing 12 by nine, nine feet by 12 feet. So Jesus. I, like some yeah, shit. <laughs> oh no, definitely. But it's like, once I moved into the Bronx, once I was done with like purchase, I'm like, oh shit, now I got to like scale down because obviously I can't do like, you know, the Bronx, you know, the city, oh, yeah. our apartments are like, oh, you yeah. know, four by four. <laughs> so oh, yeah. it's, so I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like I was having some hard time, like really just trying to like get creative with such a small limited space but it did kind of open doors to like collagen so i was which is also something that. you've been doing a lot recently a lot more recently yes and that's uh-huh. it's been fucking, i love it. i love all of it i actually it's do great. have a show right now at our cafe which is another local coffee shop uh, plug it um, plug it yeah so <laughs> as for just for you guys to if you guys are in the you know nourishell area check out our cafe which is also another coffee shop i used to work at and so there's a collage show right now that I have up. I have a couple of um, collages up for sale. So if anyone's interested, go check it out. But yeah, I, I I was following someone on Instagram who was collaging and I'm like, you know what? I should give it a try. And for like a month or two, I was just booming out collages. And I'm like, this is kind of fun. You know, like I, I felt like I needed a break from painting and I went to collaging and now I'm like, you know what? I'm ready to go back to painting. Right. And so I'm hoping, I'm actually gonna move to Harlem soon. And nice. so I'm hoping to get back to painting larger. Um, there's a little bit more room in my new apartment. So I'm really excited for it. And hope, yeah, hopefully I'll get to paint big again and, you know, keep that kind of like same style of like, not, I want to say like necessarily Mexican, but it did kind of carry that uh, Mexican vibe through the color palette. Right. You know, it was very Which vivid. Which is what stood out to me. I mean, that's like, mm-hmm. I, when I first got affected by that was when I remember... I went to the botanical gardens and they had a whole Frida Kahlo, like, yeah, like, I was huge there, section, oh right. And they had uh-huh. the whole like Casa Azul, like the everything. And I remember just being so just like taken aback by like the vibrancy and like the colors and just like, I, fu- I fell in love. And I actually, I studied art a little bit in college because as a prereq to some of my film courses at purchase, I had to take like intro to modern art and then like all these. So we, we went through like all these different artists throughout the world and when you see something like that in person though, like I did at the botanical gardens, it's just like, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it, it does something to you, you know, it's crazy. And I've always, I've always loved art. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just the, and yeah, your collages have been, have been awesome. I mean, it's, yeah, it's no, the textures. And so like w- with your process with painting, right. This being okay. a, a kind of food podcast, do you have like, like, as far as your process, do you have like a fuel for like painting? Like, do you have like a food or like a drink that you just like, it kind of keeps you like, going while you and it's okay to say if it's alcohol that's totally like that's totally fine <laughs> oh my god um, I, yeah i'm but, slowly becoming alcoholic honestly but we, we all are. oh geez <laughs> okay so i mean definitely like i don't know it sounds mad cliche but like a coffee a coffee coffee really a cup co- a cup of coffee is usually like enough for me or a glass of wine or just some water honestly but yeah. nothing too crazy um yeah i mean definitely something simple like that but i think music for me like having something like jazz, jazz something or like okay. white or like white noise where there's like not like any, nothing with lyrics because i i've noticed that whenever i play something with lyrics it just kind of like i don't know it just i can't concentrate enough so i have to have definitely like lo-fi like um, lo-fi yeah lo- lo-fi yeah definitely exactly and so i mean yeah i just i always have to have like a drink for sure so okay. definitely coffee wine or water and then jazz music or something lo-fi, like you said. And um, 
yeah, usually that kind of like fires me up. And I'm not gonna lie, there is some music, whenever I do play lyric music, like it does kind of set a certain emotion, which is awesome too, because I'm like, okay, like, you know, there's music that reminds me of my, about my father and like, I admire him so much. And so there's moments where I'm like, if I want to, if I want to remember my dad, I'll just play this music or this song and um, it'll just put me in a good mood sometimes or whatever mood. And that kind of fuels me. Do you like curate what you listen to depending on what you're painting or is it just kind of like you just put it on and then if a certain song comes on, then you kind of switch up, you know, your style or how Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely like a lot of my work at first when I was in college was a lot of like nostalgia and like also just identity and so I played a lot of songs that you know kind of made me reminisce you know those moments or those memories and and, or anything that my dad kind of played when we were younger so that also kind of fueled or brought up you know reminiscent moments so definitely like whatever I want to like whenever I go into the studio like if I want to do a painting about my childhood I'm going to play either that kind of like certain music or um or sometimes I'll even like search up like the toys or like the, or the things I remember from my childhood that, you know, kind of bring up all those emotions and stuff. Kind of exactly. Like Kickstart so, everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do a little research, I would say when I'm like trying to like find this fuel or um, motivation, you know, sometimes I have to just kind of seek out like those moments or that, that bring in that kind of certain emotion or memories. So, which which yeah. is amazing i mean it's kind of like fueling into the whole process too which is nice i mean like when mm-hmm. i cook i i don't think i've ever cooked without music playing and it's a lot of different music though i don't try to usually keep in theme like you do i'm usually like i'll be preparing you know tacos and i'll have like you know irish like sea shanties on like it's not like it's not like i'm not usually exclusive with like you know what i listen to but i feel like like you said it's kind of like it helps kind of bring up certain, like it helps, it almost helps me focus if I listen to music. Cause sometimes I'm very kind of like, I second guess myself a lot. And I also, if I'm not, it sounds weird. If I'm not like slightly not paying attention, I feel like I'll fuck something up. Like if I'm focusing mm-hmm. on it too much, I'll just like, I'll just complete, like I'll burn something or I'll just like forget to put the timer on something that's in the oven. Mm-hmm. Like, so many times. <laughs> like I literally have something in the oven and I have like two other things going on in the stove. And then I like go in the living room and I think I'm done. And I'm like, the fuck is that smell? And I'm like, oh shit. Yo, I'm, just, that's like, definitely like a Gemini thing. That's I'm definitely like, a Gemini thing. I'm we like, are not I'm, multitaskers. <laughs> I don't know why I try to force it on myself so much. I can't, yo, I hold drinks like mm-hmm. this. And then I go to check my watch to see what time it is. And the fucking drinks just pour. I've done that so many times in my life. I can't even tell you. I can't even handle minimal multitasking and yet when i cook i'm like all right i'm gonna have one dish there i'm gonna have something there i'm gonna make a cold salad and something in the oven just like i've got like these 20 things oh no definitely i do the same thing too even like with cleaning and cooking i'm just kind of like okay chris is usually like hey you got breakfast right i'm like yeah i'll do breakfast and i'll like start taking out the stuff and i'm like wait i gotta clean the bed or i gotta do this i gotta do that and then and then chris is just like you're 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 trying to multitask but like you're not getting anything done and i'm like oh man like is this really like a gemini thing or is it just me um how did you you handle that i mean at at pops especially but really any coffee shop at some points it gets fucking crazy so yes yes it gets fucking crazy in those places like how did you oh my god i my brother was a barista for like almost 10 years yeah and it was at the busy starbucks in scarsdale that one and he was there for Mm -hmm. like a decade and he won like best barista in Westchester a few times. And he was great at what he did. Oh, wow. But, yeah. But it got fucking crazy. Like any coffee shop, especially during certain times of the day and the weekends. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Handle that. Like, 
geez oh my god I don't even know how honestly like there's okay I used to I used to okay so being a barista really kind of um I guess I don't know how to explain it but it's like when I first started to be when I first started at our cafe it kind of pushed me to be a little bit more attentive or like I'm a very like I said like a very anxious person and so I feel like working in an environment like that where it's kind of like fast paced it kind of pushed me to think a little bit quick and and be efficient and like um what's it called it kind of oh my god this wine this wine <laughs> kind of kicked in already That's um i just i became a little bit more confident in like what i was doing as well and so because of like my experience in our cafe when i jumped into pops espresso bar i kind of had a rhythm already and I also have coworkers who would always help me out. And like, there's moments where I freaked out. Like I've dropped, I've dropped drinks on people. <laughs> that is the most embarrassing thing ever to do. And it was so bad. Like, like, I think on my first week, I like dropped the drink on someone and I'm like, oh my God, that's it. Like I'm done. Like, that's it. Like I, I fucked up. Like, it, like it ruined my day. It's going to ruin everybody's like rhythm, you know, because it's now, now I have to go clean it up. I have to go make another drink and pops can get really chaotic. I, I oh, kid yeah. you not. Like it was it's such a small space and it's it so, it gets so busy sometimes. I mean, even I actually saw you, I think last weekend, right? Was it? Yes. Um, last weekend. I was going in to pick up sandwiches and you were there with Chris and you guys were down at the table. It was fucking people were waiting online outside. I was waiting outside before I went in and it was like, you know, just a regular, that's like a regular Sunday for them. It's like, you know, no, definitely. And so, you know, it's, and it's such a small space too, that I could, I don't know how, especially. Oh no, trust me. Like, Oh my God. We all bumped into each other. We've dropped drinks. We've mixed up tickets so many times. And so we fucked up on food and we would hear it from everyone, like our coworkers or the chefs. They're like, yo, get your shit together. I'm like, damn, like, bro like you don't understand (laughs) luckily you julie noelia nobody ever fucked up my coffees or drinks so that was good i must have been one of the lucky ones that was good um no definitely we like you we make sure we don't there you go okay that makes sense yeah honestly for anyone who's listening to this you know you gotta be cool with your barista and your drinks are gonna be good or your food honestly like you gotta how it is anytime you're whenever you're in a restaurant or a cafe or sorry my cat just came in um uh, whenever you're in like a restaurant or a cafe or anything like that, you have to understand that the people working there are probably moving like a mile a minute. Like even if they come to your table and they seem like calm, it's because they kind of have to be in front of you. And then the second you leave, it's fucking pandemonium again. That goes for cafes, that goes for baristas, it goes for restaurants. And so from even the very young age, my dad kind of taught me always, you know, you have to be like respectful and understand these people and never, ever, ever fuck with people who handle your food. Like, never it's just and like it's that's like a basic rule but also it's just such a dick move like i've seen people in restaurants do like horrible things like i knew a guy once who he did that stupid uh waspy fucking thing that people do when like somebody was walking by with another plate and he called them over and he went like this and smelled the plate of food that was being brought to another table and i'm sitting there at the table and i just like shrunk and i'm like that didn't just fucking happen like because i'm i am not like that at all if something gets brought i've had hair in my food and i haven't said anything because i feel horrible mm-hmm. about oh, no, things back. Yeah, yeah. like i feel terrible about doing that but i just i feel i feel for people who are able to thrive like you did and like all them do at pops and environments like that because it's like you said it's fast-paced it's fucking pandemonium sometimes and oh, definitely yeah, it yeah. takes it takes a lot and i don't even know like i cook a lot like i'm a home cook but like if i was like in a kitchen like if i started a career and i was like i'm gonna be a line cook and i started as a line cook 
don't know if I can handle it. Like, I think I'd get like. Oh no, it's so. Like, oh my god, dude! I think I've cried a couple of times. I know my. I know a couple of my coworkers cried like during the shift. They're like, "Oh my god!" Like, I'm so stressed out. Like, people are so demanding, yeah. and it just. I, I guess people forget, like, we're also human, you know, and, you know, we're not only just serving the people that are at the coffee shop, we're also doing, doing delivery, you know? Yeah. And, and then you're not just serving you, you're serving the person before and after you. Like, exactly. That's why people say all the time, like all those people that are always just like, oh, how hard is it for to get a cup of coffee, right? Like, why don't you mm-hmm. fucking try it? Like, why don't you go behind the counter? And, oh, no, know, definitely. Like, you know, like, oh, my God, definitely. Like, a lot of people used to, like, demand their stuff right away. And it's like, whoa, like, like relax you know like you clearly see that there's other people around you know um i don't know it just you would assume people would just have common sense you know and yeah, put kind of two and two together but you know you would assume you would assume you would assume but <laughs> so what are, but, so what, what was an order when you were working let's say a pops right a coffee order uh-huh. where if somebody ordered this specific drink you would just judge them like real hard like if they ordered it, you would be oh, like, oh, this <laughs> fucking, like oh, this, this guy's a fuck boy. Like if he ordered, you know, if okay. he ordered something or anybody, if they ordered something where you're like this basic ass bitch really just ordered that. Yes. Like, okay. Like, right. Definitely. Okay. So, I mean, as a barista, you know, working there, you know, like, you know, the kind of drinks and the kind of people who are going to order a certain drink and how they might want it. You know, you kind of already know like judgment. I mean, I guess it's bad to judge people, but it's like, we're not wrong. You know, like we, there's a reason to it or there's like, um just from experience you know it's like people just i don't know people would always surprise me with stuff i don't know if i can come up with an, like an exact like all right like a like, uh, like memory a, but like a like a latte a latte is great but a latte is also like a lot of milk like it's a lot of it is I, I used to hate people who like who would say oh i want a latte but not too much milk and i'm just like well it's not a latte then what like <laughs> i know exactly like, what the fuck and then you know? exactly and then um like just people requested some like would would ask me they're like oh could you do that you know could you add espresso to coffee i'm like i mean do you want to wash me yeah like my god jesus no yeah i mean i used to get a lot of crazy questions about drinks and then like some people like who would order basic drinks i'm like oh then you're a basic person you don't know your coffee you know (laughs) i don't know it's like i guess it's wrong to say like to talk about people like this but it's like as a barista you kind of know like what people I guess judging by their drink, you kind of know a little bit of who they are, you know? And so I always felt bad for doing that, but me and the girls, we used to have a kick out of it, you know? It's it's instinct. What are you going to do? You know? It is. It is. Especially when you work there for so long, you kind of know, like, you just know who's going to order what and how they might want it. It depended on like their first kind of interaction. Sometimes you kind of know what they mean or how they might just like it, you know? And so, okay. So here's, here's, here was my coffee order, which is not just a pops. It's everywhere. All right. (laughs) Um, Usually it's an iced tall Americano with an extra shot. All right. Because I've gotten to the point of caffeine addiction in my life where I can't drink like drip coffee. Mostly I need like just espresso with water (laughs) pretty much. I need like, you know, I need that much. That's how bad my coffee addiction is. So what, if like, what, what does that drink do for you? You can be hundred percent honest too. If you come in and you're just like, I need an Americano with an extra shot. Or are you just like, I mean, this guy's a fucking cokehead? Like, what? Like- no, 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 actually, no. But it's like, sometimes, like, just hearing you, like, the lingo, you know, like, the lingo. If you don't know the lingo, then, yeah, I'm going to judge you. But it's like, if you know what you're talking about, I respect it, you know, because at least you know what you're getting. There's people who just don't know. Like, I used to have people walk in, um, like, from the dealerships, you know, and they would, oh, God, yeah, you know, so oh, my God, so many would come <laughs> so in. Many. And they're like, 
oh, you know, can you make my usual? And I'm like, I don't know your usual. You know, can you well, explain to me what it is? I don't like you that much, so I don't remember what you're doing. <laughs> so can you, can right? you remind me? No, honestly, a lot of people used to come in like that. They're like, um, can I get my usual? And I'm like, bro, I don't know you. Can you elaborate? Can I, I can help you if you tell me what your usual is. They're like, oh, I don't know. Could you ask the other girl? I'm like, you, so you don't know what your drink is. You just expect someone to just bring it up to you because you've been here for so long. Like, who right. do you think you are? You know, exactly. like, relax. Which you know, also just... proves that you're clearly not there as often as you think you are, you know? I mean, it got to the point where I was going to pop so much. This was after, after you were there even, where mm-hmm. I would stop there so many times a week. Julie would look at me and say, hot or iced? And I would say, <laughs> I'd say iced, and she would make the iced Americano. Um, yeah. Or if I walked in there and I said, she made me this tea once. And then I just started calling it the Juju special. I had no idea what the fuck it was. Was it the London Fog? No, 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 no. So she took a one okay. bag of one bag of mint, one bag of green tea. Uh, made that was it, my drink. All right. So one bag of mint, one bag of green I'm just tea, I'm just... iced with lemon and honey. It was iced. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I was. She, That's really she, good. She made it for me once and she was just like, oh, I'm going to surprise you. I'm like, all right. And she gave it to me, and I'm just like, this is the best fucking iced tea I've ever had in my life. And then from oh, no, then, it's great. I think, you know. Mm-hmm. But then when you walk in, no, 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 I was going to say, when you walk in and you say after that, which is a very specific thing, Julie, remember that tea that you made me once? Can you make me that? They know what you're talking about. But if you've been in there like once a month, maybe, for like the last six months, and you walk in like, could I got my usual? I'm like, bro, I don't, like, you know. Oh, no, and the, but it's like, it's a dealership. They kind of, they kind of felt, I guess, like. I don't know, like privileged. They're like, oh yeah, like, you know, we order here all the time. So you should know already. It's like, come on. Like, I'm also human. Like, I, I can't remember everybody's drink, you know, especially you know if I don't really talk to you. Place? Yeah. You know how many people go through that place in like a week? Like, my God. Oh, oh yeah, a lot. And like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of cool usual people. Like, you know, Kevin, I don't know if you know Kevin, you know, uh, no okay <laughs> I, I'm, I'm i'm good with faces usually i don't know about that's okay but yeah i mean there were certain people that i you know i had this relationship with them so i knew what they wanted and right. i was cool about it i'm like you know what like you are a double cortado person let me make you a double right. cortado you know and but it's like because i had that kind of like bond with people like i really that's what i really appreciate about coffee shops are like um mom and pop shops you know it's like that kind of like community you build or like relationships you build with customers and so I made a lot of great friends at Pops. I mean, I met you there, funny sure. enough. Yeah. And, you know, look where we are now, you know, know. doing it's a whole like, podcast episode. I know. If I had said to you when, right before you left Pops, like, guess what we're going to be doing in like 18 months? Like, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> no, right? Exactly. Like, I definitely would have never seen myself doing this right now, even with the whole podcast. And, but I mean, it's just cool. The fact that, you know, this happened through, like our relationship kind of happened through a coffee shop, you know, and just... Yeah. And I'm actually trying to get back into the barista, barista in, barista in, I don't know, is that a word? Barista, 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 no, that sounds like a beast thing, barista, I don't know, that's it, you know what, now we got to look coffee that in, That's coffee in, coffee, okay, there, there we go, so yeah, I mean, I haven't been in a coffee shop since last summer, so after Pops, I went to Slave to the Grind in oh, Bronxville, yeah, yeah. and that you know yeah that was only a few months and i mean it was cool though i learned a lot i would say um i don't like bronxville yeah i I, see i grew up in eastchester and so we were not bronxville people so i would go there Uh to have slave sometimes but slave has Uh always been no offense to i know you work there and it's i'm sure it's a lovely place um but every time we've gone there uh i just i don't know it's just sometimes you feel like they're i don't want to say a little too cool but it's just like 
Um, it's like, oh, do I grab this if I want iced coffee? And they're just like, whatever, bro. I'm like, all right. Like, <laughs> like, I, like I was just like, right, I guess, like, you know, I'm like an idiot. So I'm just like, I just walk out. I'm just like, all right, I'm done. I can't do this. Like, you yeah, know, it's a and, very chill, right, relaxed kind yeah. of place. I feel like if you've been there a lot and you know the deal, like you can just walk in, you do your order. That's fine. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was the first couple of times I was just like, I don't know how this works. I was just like, I was oh, like, no, definitely. There's no real like, yeah, I mean. I, I enjoyed it. You know, the, the staff was really cool and, you know, it had its pros and cons, I would say like any other place. Every other um, place but ever. yeah, it's a really cool spot because it's, um, oops, sorry. I burped. Uh, it's totally. like a, it's like a bar kind of like layout. Yes. I'm not sure if you noticed yes. that. So that's what Which makes I'd it kind of like really cool and edgy. Wasn't a bar maybe back in the day. I don't know because it, it has, like you said, that exact setup mm-hmm. like where you order the drinks is this long bar that's set up like a bar bar. And then on each side of it are these like standalone tables. And that's weird Mm -hmm. for like a coffee shop. Usually coffee shop has this tiny little counter with, you know, people scurrying and stuff behind it. But this is literally set up where it's like all the coffee and shit on the wall in the back could easily just be replaced by a bunch of bottles and it could just Mm -hmm. be a bar. (laughs) No, definitely. I think it was, I I think I remember the owner saying that it was supposed to like um, represent like a bar or resemble a bar. I mean, that coffee shop has been there for over 26 years now. So it's, it has been, but I really, I dig it. You know, it's, edgy you know and it but it's also kind of like it's it's an interesting i guess coffee shop because it's in bronxville you know what i mean like the way it, yeah. it kind of like looks i'm just like ah like you would kind of expect something like that in like st mark's or right exactly city. it's a little mm-hmm. out of i mean because it's right next it to is. like you know underhill crossing which is like a manhattan dining experience and you know so which by the way the fact that they use that as marketing i think it's amazing i think that's like the best way <laughs> to charge people more money for no reason oh no definitely i mean especially in bronxville you can get away with it you oh, can get away yeah, with it in Bronxville. Absolutely. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. That's why when I, Guys. I remember when somebody said to me, my boss, uh, where I used to work, used to go there a lot. And he mm-hmm. was like, oh, I love it. And I'm like, what is Underhill Crossing? Because he was going to take me there. He was like, it's a Manhattan experience. I'm like, so it's expensive. And he was just like, <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's like a Manhattan. I'm like, so it's expensive. He's like, yeah, it's expensive. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's, that's good to oh, know. no, definitely. Yeah. That area. I mean, Sarah Lawrence is in that area. So it's yes. like, it's a it's a very expensive school and so well, you're gonna expect just, a it very be, it might not be anymore but it might still be the most expensive private school in the country for tuition yeah i believe it's still top five Jeez. or top three on yeah i think i searched it up the other like not the other day but like a while ago when i was working there i was kind of curious and yeah it was like it was pretty up there i mean it's, it's like sixty thousand a year yeah like what the fuck like harvard doesn't even cost it that is. Much. Like, Jesus Christ. i know but it's i mean geez no so yeah i mean um a lot of a lot of the people who went to sleep were actually um, Sarah Lawrence students, and so right. I think that's why they were doing so well, you know, because they have the campus there, right. and then you know Bronxville is just it's just it's a really nice area. Don't get me wrong; it's super super cool, and like I don't know, like it just um, I don't know. It's a really nice area, and so there was a lot of people that were just constantly coming in, and we made really good tips. I'm not gonna lie, especially during right. COVID. Like I was working during COVID. And I mean, I got a lot of shit from people, but it was good money. So right, I'm like, exactly. okay, you know, I yeah. guess it makes, it for makes it up for it. So where do you see yourself in the coffee world going in the future? And if you do, because I mean, I know you were a barista for so long. You obviously love coffee. Well, actually, hold on. All right. So before I get into that, what's mm-hmm. your daily cup of coffee? Like, how do you make coffee in the morning? Are you like 
drip? Are you mocha pot? Are you like, are you a pour over? Like, how do you, Mm -hmm. because I've transitioned to during the week because I have to get up and go to the Bronx for work and put on a monkey suit every day that (laughs) uh, we have, uh, we only drink Cafe Bustelo, but it's in um, like, uh, it's in this like glass, like drip pot and we make it very strong. So it's basically drinking a huge thing of espresso every day. Not great, but, um, but like I get to work, I get to work and I'm just like, I'm like jittering around. Yeah. Um, like literally 16 ounces of that, but oh my God. Like, and on the weekends we've now, uh, for Valentine's day, actually, my wife got me a Chemex, which as you know, is just like a beautiful big pour uh-huh. over. And I love pour over so much. And I love French press, but mm-hmm. pour overs are like, it's like the best cup of coffee. Oh no, they are. They are really nice. So what's your morning, like, or even not your morning, like what's your ideal, like morning coffee? Like, okay. So wise? I normally don't ever finish my drinks. Like I have a really bad issue of like just never finishing my drinks. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like I, I guess it goes back to like my multitasking, you know, trying to do things all at once that I forget I have drinks or whatever. Right. So I'll usually stick to my mocha pot. I'll do an espresso because I feel like that's just enough for me. And so right now I've been using coffee bros. I'm not sure if you yeah, know yeah. them. I've actually Nick. mentioned them. Yeah. Nick Honeywell. Yeah. He was, yeah. He, was a, well, he was a year below me in school. Yeah. Oh shit. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I know Dan, I know Dan. So the that's old, yeah, my homie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I actually met Dan, um, at our cafe and while I was working there, he was working on creating his, um, roasting company or, you know, co- right. coffee bros. So it's pretty cool now. So, um, I've been using their brand and I love it. Chris, my partner's also like loving it. And so I usually do a mocha. He does a pour over or a French press and, um, yeah, I mean, or if I ever go to a coffee shop, I'll usually order like um, a double cortado or either a mocha, honestly, just something like basic or, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of basic. <laughs> no, I, so, I think preparing with a mocha pot is not basic. That's like, that's how you really drink espresso. That's like a real. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. That's like a I real love it, honestly. coffee in the morning. Yeah. It is. So, and it's so, so much fun, honestly. Yeah, man. All right. Just seeing I it. <laughs> I had to, I had to learn how to use it though, because the first time I used it, I just cranked up the heat and I was just like, all right, this will be fun. Me. And somebody was like, oh, just keep the lid open so you can see when it comes out. I'm like, oh, dope. And I did that, but I didn't anticipate on the, just like the spring of a hot coffee on, you know, my body. Um, <laughs> especially the first time I was making coffee and it was like, I think the summer when I was using it. So I was just in like shorts and like no shirt in the kitchen and a little bit of that mm-hmm. coffee just like got on me. I'm like, all right, so I'm just going to close the lid from now on. Cause I'm not doing that again. Oh, <laughs> I, was no, like, yeah. I was like, I was like, that was the worst experience of my life. All right. Um, oh my God. I haven't had that experience yet, but yeah, I mean, it's so cool to just like open it and just see it just like kind of splur yeah, out. Just like, like that. Yeah, exactly. And, and it just so amazes cool. me. I'm like, wow. Like, it, it, it just amazes me how it is, it's even happening because it's just like you put water and then you have the coffee over. It's all through I, just like I mean, I'm pressure. It's like, exactly. Know, amazing. Yeah. It's so much, it's so cool. And I'm, I mean, I love, I like, if it wasn't for, um, the only reason why I, I even got into coffee was because I had to pay for art school. Ah. I, I was working as um, a daycare teacher and that wasn't enough. And at one point I'm like, okay, like if I can't find another job, I can't finish school. So I'm like, I was like searching for a job. I'm like, I've never done coffee. And I had a friend that was working at our cafe. He's like, you know, I can probably get you a job here. So I'm like, oh man, like I've never done coffee. Like I don't even know how to even order a coffee drink, you know, like I just don't know anything. And so once I got the job, I, I didn't, I don't know. There was just something about it. Just like the people coming in and just really having fun with like the latte art and just preparing something was just, I don't know. It just, I enjoyed it so much that 
um i'm actually looking to um start a coffee business hopefully oh, soon really and yeah when you say so coffee business do you mean uh like shop do you mean like coffee like cafe do you mean like you're gonna so, beans? like what are we what are we talking here as long i mean far. as much as Fetch, you can, i guess yeah as yeah much as you okay so Okay, so right now I'm actually working on my business plan to start a coffee trailer just because, okay. you know, we're in COVID and, you know, having the storefront, I would say is a little bit more of a risk, I think, yeah. to have right now, Absolutely. you know, yeah. with everything that's just so inconsistent. And so I thought, you know, well, Daniel actually was, I was talking to Daniel about it and he was like, why don't you do a coffee truck? I'm like, dope, like, wow, like, I never really would have thought about that, you know, like this whole time I was thinking about a storefront but now i like a truck like that's yeah. so cool you know I mean, like your overhead why not? goes down and it's easy to move around and it's exactly yeah man. it's a i would say it's a low like risk and like low maintenance if anything right. i don't know yet not there yet but <laughs> um it just looks like a fun thing to do and since like i i enjoy coffee so much like i'm i'm still learning um like like I don't know, like I I don't know if you know, you remember Noelia. She's I do, yeah. she's very into coffee, so she's helping me out. Like every now and then, I'll like ask her questions, and she'll tell me her experiences, you know, about coffee. And so I want to make this happen. I want to make this coffee trailer happen. I've already had like a business meeting, and right now I'm just setting up the business plan. And I want to get my community involved. I want to get Dan from Coffee Bros involved. I haven't told him that yet, but. Well, I mean, if you listen to, to this, this right? Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Guess what? And I want you as my roaster. <laughs> so I'm hoping to just have, you know, have him be a part of it, have Noelia be a part of it, have my boyfriend be a part of it. Because we, you know, I, Chris was a barista at one point. Noelia is a barista and Coffee Dan, you know, he's doing the roasting. And I just feel like this is just perfect. You know, like I know people who would be into this and I, I don't know. It'd, it'd just be really cool to, it's very, it's a cool alternative, you know, like right. I don't know many coffee trucks or trailers, you know, not, not a lot really. of them are I like mean, in the city. Right. Yeah. And, and even so, if they are, they're not like trucks are always, or like, or like, it's like, you'll find like maybe a cart sometimes every now and then, but like, mm -hmm. like barely, I mean, usually it's, you go to a truck for something else and they also have, you know, coffee. Like, I don't know of a lot of like, coffee, mm -hmm. like trucks, like simply just basically just just dedicated to coffee do you have like a time frame exactly that you're hoping to kind okay of, so you know start up with i really want to make this yeah i really want to have this hopefully up and running in the next two to three years so i'm really just trying to take my time with it i'm not trying to rush things there's you know i um i'm currently a nanny right now and they oh, are going to need me for wife. another few years nice. really yeah, it's, wife, a, it's a great job for, honestly uh, she's been doing that for eight years so Oh, wow. No, it's good money, honestly. And yeah, man, I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's really great money. <laughs> so, you know, they need me for a couple of more years. And so I'm just thinking kind of like a little bit of a head, like, you know, once I'm done with them, I want to jump into my coffee business or have it already kind of started so right. I can so make, like an you know, some income like out of that. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I can make an income off of it and just like have fun with it, you know, like, I, at first I'm just like this is just a dream like I don't think I can actually see myself doing this but it's like the more I just kind of like talk about it I feel right. like I'm manifesting it you know like I'm already like I can visualize it already and it I'm really steps. excited and, you know I think each step mm -hmm. that you go through your once you complete something you're gonna get that much closer to being like all right this is this is this is happening like each time exactly each step that you finish something you're gonna be like all right you're gonna be that much closer and everything like when I was setting up my hot sauce, which you recently just got in the mail, right? Yes. Um, uh -huh. So 
um, when I was first doing it, I was just making it because I thought it, I thought it tasted good. I don't, you can, I don't know if you tasted it yet, but I like, I mm-hmm. thought I just liked the flavors. It was mango, it's coffee, habanero. Like, it's just like, these are things that I know went well together. And, you know, I had never seen a mango coffee habanero hot sauce. I mean, there's a lot. I've of- never have actually either. When I tried yours, um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like it was, I would say for my preferences, it was a little sweet. Yes, it, but, well, it's, it's mainly fruit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. but the spice, I'm just like, whew. Well, because you know, like we had these. There's mango habaneros been like everywhere for a while. That's not new. And then we used to get this hot sauce that was actually coffee, black coffee, red habanero, and we got this from Black Queen Majesty in Brooklyn, and it was really good, but it was very like sharp, and it was just mm-hmm. like black coffee, red habanero. And I was thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, it needs something to kind of even out that like bitter, mm-hmm. like coffee and like habanero. Like I need something like sweeter to kind of smooth it out. And I hadn't really ever found a mango coffee habanero sauce. And I'm like, I know that mango and habanero go well together, but not like red habanero. So I actually only use orange habaneros because their skin is like waxy and fruity and it actually complements the mm-hmm. mango a little bit better. And, you know, only Cafe Bustelo in the sauce as well. So it's actually <laughs> caffeinated, which I oh, forget because okay. when I'm like Dope. making a batch, when I'm making a batch, uh-huh. I totally forget that I'm actually like brewing coffee when I heat up the sauce in a way because there's coffee grounds in there. And I'm like, you know, I have like a little side like bowl where I put some and taste it as the mm-hmm. process goes on. But I do that for like two hours. And then like at like 1130 at night, I'm on the couch just like fucking, I'm like, yeah, like I'm, for- <laughs> like, I'm forgetting that, <laughs> that I was just drinking coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But each time so I was funny. like, each time I was like, all right, I want to get bottles that look good. Right. And I got like those Boston round bottles that you see. And then I was like, I need a logo and I made a logo. And so like, I think like with your coffee, you know, um, with your coffee stand or coffee truck or trailer, whatever you end up doing with it, I think each step that you get closer, you're going to have more confidence, like the whole process and you're going to get more excited about it. And then when you're ready and the time comes to like transition, it's, it's surprising how, how smooth it's gonna go you know and- oh no definitely i'm excited for honestly because, because i have the resources i feel like everything that i need is mm-hmm. all around me like i mentioned you know i'm pretty sure if i reach out to coffee bros they'd be willing to like help me out and i i've been in contact with um our cafe owner he's been helping me out as well and so i'm like okay i just gotta you know plan it out and you know just go for it and so that's a plan right now. Like I've been just kind of like having meetings and talking about it with other people. And it just, like I said, like I can visually just start seeing it now, like having this trailer parked at like the train station. Mostly right. I'm hoping I can have it parked by the train, by the train station. There's like a spot there. It's like a, it's like a secret, but all right. Well, alert. don't say it. Don't say, don't say which station. Yeah. Don't say which station. But I'm hoping I can get that spot because it'd be great. It'd be great because, you know, there's commuters and uh, I don't know, like I, I'm excited. It just, I got to make it happen. I just got to keep you working will. on it. You will. It's like and, I said, it happens in steps and you, you're just, it's each step. Definitely. Is, it's definitely, it can be draining, especially like I it had is, to, when yeah. I first started setting up Captain Cook as an actual, like, like as like incorporating it through the state, sending my sauce to Cornell Food Lab, having it tested, like making sure it's like shelf stable, which it is. So you're good. Um, but like, you know, through that <laughs> whole process, yeah, through that whole process, I'm still in the very end stages. Like it's been approved like health wise for like two years, but now I'm in the final stage of like, um, the, uh, to sell like, uh, at stores and like commercially. And to do that, I need somebody from the health department to come into a commercial kitchen to watch me make a batch, basically make sure I'm not like, like dipping my fingers in the sauce. And 
uh, once he sees that and once he, I'm following what's called like a scheduled process, which is like in order to make my hot sauce like safe and so you don't like die, I need to heat things at a certain temperature for a while, you know, all that shit. Okay. But uh -huh. that once he sees that, that gives me a commercial license to sell to stores and bulk and online and all that shit. Um, but it's Are you looking it's, to do that soon or? Yeah, I mean, What's I'm waiting. I, already, I have a kitchen in Mount Kisco that gave me a commitment and I, my application's already put through the state. The inspector's ready to see me. I'm just waiting on uh, the chef of the commercial kitchen where I don't think he'll listen to this or whatever. He's being a little, little slow to respond. So uh -huh. um, I'm just trying to push it through because of COVID, I was scheduled to start doing all this usually last March and then everything just got pushed back a year basically. And they were just like, we just stopped taking, like they're processing oh, yeah, applications. They're processing applications now like this month that were mailed in September. That's how backlogged everything is. So people that Jeez. mailed in applications oh for God, this license yeah. in September, they're just getting to those now. So I was, I was oh like, God. I was lucky to call them and annoy them and try to push it through because I was like, you know, you so just gotta be on their ass. Exactly. Gotta... So even when you go through like the permit process, which I'm sure you will and all that shit, it can get a little annoying mm -hmm. and draining and shit, but I think you're going to be okay because you seem like you have such a solid like plan and you know what you want. And so that's good. I think people who maybe get into it, who end up dropping things are not even close to as confident as you already are. They're not, they're kind of like maybe on the fence about it, or they don't, they didn't really look into like all like the administrative stuff. And then when all that goes through, they're just like, whatever, fuck this. So mm -hmm. I believe me, you, I th I, you know, I, th I think you'll be fine. I think it's just, you no, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I mean, I have, like I said, I have, um, people who are helping me right now and right you have support like, which just, is amazing exactly like, you know i think the support having that support really just makes things feel a little bit more easier or like it could you know just it just seems more possible of anything right. so i mean Even like i said i already one had a person who could help you with something is like amazing like i didn't have anyone aside from like my wife really and mm -hmm. i literally walked up to her one night when i just i was like you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take these two habanero peppers and shove them in my eyes and then just go to sleep how about that does that sound good and she's just like she's just like shut up like do that you know and like it's it's always nice to kind of have like a support system in some way and the fact that you have people plural is like awesome that's like amazing because it's mm -hmm. like you're gonna that's that's gonna be so helpful and have input and people you can rely on and like a team it's like that's like the dream man seriously like oh no exactly so i mean i like like I'm just I'm so thankful to have everyone in my like a team right now like and our you know I really took the step to like you know make a meeting with the with city hall and we spoke about it already and they kind of just gave me the rundown and I'm just kind of like wow like okay this is gonna be it looks like a lot but then it's like the one once you actually like really analyze it it's not really that much in a way or it's just a matter of actually of the going support. through with the steps it's like that's it's not exactly like a lot it's just you need to be uh how do i say this persistent and patient with everything you need to mm, just like keep definitely. at it and then just be like patient with like the process itself which it seems like you already are and You're trust in the process yes exactly it's amazing <sighs> yes so, oh my god i'm we'll see cross your fingers okay. hopefully I'm, in the next you, two years i know i it's wish you be all there. Luck with it. please keep me posted on it i mean i'll i'll happily go to any station where it is you know oh my god. Um, <laughs> no thank you so much <laughs> so with so speaking of coffee this is a food podcast after mm -hmm. all um, as I see on social media and as I know, and you've told you, you do, you eat, you know, really good food. Usually you go out, you know, a little bit, oh, you know, definitely. you, uh, so what's, so with coffee, is there some, are you like a lone coffee drinker where you're like, no, I just need this. Or is there something specifically that like, if you're eating it while drinking a cup of coffee, you're just like, this is fucking heaven. Like, this is amazing. Like, oh my God. I mean, I feel like I can, I can have coffee with anything. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that sounds weird. <laughs> no, 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 it, no, no, I mean, totally I don't know. I just feel like. 
I, you definitely like with any, like, I don't know, like, um, if you're very analytical, I know with like wine, you know, like red wine, it's yes. really good to have it with like a red meat. But for me with coffee, I can just have it with anything. Honestly, even like I'll have like quesadillas with chile and have my coffee on the that's, side and like, I'm fine, you know? That's, and so I, I don't know. I mean, I can just drink it with, I can just have it with anything, honestly. And I mean, geez, I don't know if that's like, I don't know, a coffee thing or like, I, I'm I pretty sure so. there's that's a, that's a, a way that's to a, drink coffee, but yeah, I mean, there's, I'm sure everyone's got their own. There's, there's definitely a whole world of like experts who say, well, this food brings out the flavor in the beans and the robustness. Like, yeah, but like, like uh, but if you can drink it with anything, I think it makes you more flexible. Maybe, I, maybe yeah. I'm just mad fake. I'm so fake. <laughs> um, just because, yeah, I mean, as, as a barista, like, I feel like, you know, you kind of taste the flavor, you know, as you're a barista, also smelling you it all really admire yeah, and it's, it's like this, you're smelling it all day long. It's on you. Like I've been in the back of a kitchen. I've worked in the back of a kitchen and the smell of a deep fryer will stay on your clothes no matter what you do. And I'm sure if you work in a coffee shop, the smell of roasted beans probably stays with you for a minute, I would assume. Oh, no, yeah, definitely. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so no, if yes. you're, if yep, you're so yes, used yes. to just like the aroma, then you probably get used to it. So, all right. Exactly, so like to, but yeah. I'd, all right, so I'd like to transition into a segment that I'm calling Danker Rank. Okay. I'm going to list a few foods that people either usually love or hate, you know, and I can tell you, and if you haven't had it, you tell me, but I think you probably, hopefully, I don't know if I've had everything on here. We'll see, but I'm a very basic eater. Oh my God. (laughs) My palate is, I literally have the palate of a child. So I'm going to just say that up front. I, it's really bad. I want to explore more foods, but just letting you know. All right. Well, you know. So, all right. So, look. If you think something that I list is amazing, you know, you say it's dank. If you think you fucking like it disgusts you, just say it's rank. You don't want to, whatever. Right. All right. So, gotcha. We'll start with uh, anchovies. Oh no! I'm sorry. No. It just uh, and, that, I, and I mean that eee. like not just not just like straight anchovies on like pizza or whatever. I mean like in sauces or anything like that. I mean Caesar salad dressing starts with anchovies, so I don't know. You know. So, ah, oh, man, I think that's a very love or hate thing with people. They're like, they're either like, oh, fucking yeah, I love it. You know what is, I, you know, you know what's really funny? Like, um, I've never had them, okay. <laughs> but just visually looking at them, I'm not, I, I don't know. I'm not interested. So I'm going to say rank. I'm okay. so sorry. All right. No, that's, um, fine. that's fine. All right. So, uh, next one I have is cilantro. Ooh, yes. I love cilantro. Okay, good. Cilantro. See, like, you can never go wrong with cilantro. So you, so you, don't have that, you don't have that green soap gene that some people do, which you, I don't know if you know about this, but literally it's a genetic thing where some people have this gene where it's a chemical reaction where when they eat cilantro, it actually tastes like green, like soap to them. I swear to God. It's, it's a real Are thing. Are you serious? Swear to God. It's like, I, I, I was just, I was making fun of people for years. I'm like, yo, you're just a little bitch. You can't eat cilantro. Like I was like, I was like one of those assholes. And then it turns out. I don't know anyone who doesn't love cilantro. Everybody I, that I know it, loves cilantro. I fucking, I grew what up the with hell? it. I love it. Yeah. My, exactly. My whole childhood was like Italian parsley and cilantro, like depending on the dish that we had. And so I'm just so used to it. And parsley, usually they're fine with, you know, like I'm, I did this uh, zoom guacamole cooking class like a few weeks ago. Okay. And I had like eight people on there. And one person was like, I'm going to use parsley if it's all right. I just, I can't eat cilantro. And they said it's because they have the green soap thing. They're like, anytime they eat it, it literally tastes like green soap. That is crazy. Oh my God. You can look it up. It's a real thing. It's the crazy. I got to start asking people. Cause like I said, like I grew up in a Mexican household. So everything, you know, like our salsas, they always had cilantro, you know, in there or something or or on our tacos. You know what I mean? Like that's a topping for just a lot of things that we eat. So to hear this, I'm like, 
whoa like I know. what it's, just, it's it's insane I, I again i didn't know it was like a real thing i was just like a dick and i was like oh you still like cilantro man like i was like you know Pussy. <laughs> yeah, oh literally. my god but <laughs> so, yeah cilantro is amazing great flavor love it incredible that was Can't go my, wrong favorite, with it. my favorite taco place of all time in new rochelle mr taco i don't know if you've ever been there um no. little i mean design. i've been there once Yes, yeah, it's, it's on North Ave, right? Yeah, it's a tiny, tiny, tiny little place. And when they would give you, I would usually order tongue tacos, you know, lengua. And when I would get oh them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. And oh when I would God. get them, uh, it's just served with like a little bit of like white onion and cilantro on a flat uncooked tortilla. That's it. It's just like simple, like just like actual like street style. I love it. But Have you ever actually, have you ever cooked a lengua? No, a cow every tongue? time I pick it up in the grocery oh store. Oh my God. It's, like, it's, it's weird because it's a fucking tongue. It's like. Yeah, my mom used to come with it every single week. <laughs> this thing is like this big. Yeah, man. Oh my I God. Like, what it's is this? So sad. And then I look and it says like tongue. I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, all right. Because it's huge. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's it is huge. My mom definitely, she used to make, well, obviously, you know, I'm, a, I'm Mexican, you know, so whatever like if i ever want to go out for tacos like i don't need to go out i have my mom right yeah so exactly. she bring the whole fucking tongue home and as like a 10 year old it's like what the fuck is that's that? a lot you know, to look at you. like the size exactly. of my head it yeah, is a exactly. lot and i mean oh, honestly sometimes it's just better not to know you know what it is right. if that makes sense like you know but yeah i mean mr taco is a little pricey just, it, it, see and it didn't uh, used to be um, it used to be the cheapest thing around, and then it, everyone found out about it, and then you know they raised. Damn, they killed it for you. <laughs> I know. I was like, "You fuckers!" Like, my God, I used to I used to walk in there with a twenty dollar bill, and I'd come home with two shopping bags of burritos and tacos. And like when I was still on Dillon Road and like Larchmont over there, near Rochelle Board, uh-huh. I'd come home and we would just fucking feast, and it cost me like eighteen bucks. And then I went in there after that and i'm just like what the fuck happened man like jesus like oh, that's a lot of taco spots in general i mean i mean i know this is going on a different ramp but like tacos there's definitely an inflation on yeah. tacos right now and oh it's God. fucking crazy i'm not okay with it no <laughs> that's why we make them and we we make them so well here you know that like i i cook tacos pretty well you know my wife is like amazing with it because her stepmom who taught her how to cook is Puerto Rican. So like every piece of chicken that she seasons has like adobo and like sazon. It's like, oh, so it's like, we, and like, yes. a of, like a lot of like oregano. So flavor. Like, yes, exactly. So like when we go and have tacos somewhere else, it's hard because it's like me being Italian too. Like, and she's, she cooks Italian red sauce as well. It's hard for me to get a red sauce out because I know that I can cook one that's like better than the majority of ones that we can get out and hers too. I'd put her sauce up against anybody's. And so along with like that, it's also like tacos with us. It's like, it's hard for us to kind of order out. Cause it's like one paying way too much Two, like, I know we can cook this better than what's in front of us right now. So it's like, definitely you struggle with that so much. Oh, definitely. And I'm sorry, this is going on a different rant right now, but like, hey, it's a podcast. I definitely, That's what yeah. <laughs> I definitely agree. It's like the moment you like start cooking for yourself and like start really playing around and experimenting with like ingredients and dishes, you really kind of realize like I can make this better or yeah. I can make it to my kind of like taste. Right. And so for us, you know, the moment I moved out with my boyfriend, I, I, that's when I actually started to cook. I didn't know how to cook before I met him. So really? because of him, he's, he's Puerto Rican. So he put me on, um, you know, sazon and yes. all that good stuff. <laughs> oh man. Yo, 
Yo, she <laughs> makes the craziest arroz con gondoles that you ever had in your entire life. Yo, invite me over. Yo, and it's, it freaks people out. It freaks people out because she's like very, very white. And she's like this little white girl and she's cranking out this crazy arroz con gondoles. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm like, this is the craziest juxtaposition of things I've ever seen in my life. That is like, amazing think- though. I mean, honestly, like, yo, I mean, listen, if if, you, if, you're, co- if you're cool with it, I wouldn't mind pulling up. I, I you want to make the hour, compliment that. <laughs> the hour drive oh. up to the woods, you're more than welcome. Oh, I'm down. <laughs> I got a car, you know, I, oh, I can man. make it happen. But honestly, yeah, like after I moved in with him, it's when I started to cook for, for ourselves, you know. Right. And Which is a good know, time because you get to discover what you really like. Exactly. And, what you like and it's a good bond. It's a good yes. bond between yes. both of us. And like, I learned a lot from him. And then he learned a little bit about me, you know, with like, you know, for Mexicans, we, we add a lot of spices or yes. like hot, like we're very all about hot sauce and everything right. making, you know, making things just very fiery. And he was never used to that. And so it kind of put him on to that, but yeah, honestly, you know, whenever we go out, like we try not to do tacos all the time because we know we can do it better. Right. Exactly. You know? it's, For it's a lot just, cheaper. As exactly. Well. Yeah. I mean, how much is it? A fucking package of tortillas costs what a dollar fifty, maybe. Yes. And you know, or you make your yeah. own, honestly. Yeah, exactly. For like, less too. <laughs> I have a whole bag of masa in my cabinet. Like, oh, know, we do too. Like, my God, I don't have a tortilla press though. So last time I did it, I used. The oh yeah, same. Pot, and I'm just. We like, try to do the same <laughs> thing too, but I came out ratchet. Yeah, but, man. I was like, this is not. This is not. What listen, have you ever have you ever been to the West End? Uh, the West End in England? With, uh... No, 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 in Rochelle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like... Because, like... okay, so the West End is where all, like, that's the Mexican community. So that's where wait, all the wait, Mexican you, stores... Wait, the West End, like, when you, when you cross North Avenue onto that part you're talking about. Union. Yeah, 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 Union. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the West End. That's oh, okay. the West yeah, End. Yeah, so... right. I know it had okay, a name, so... that's cool, all right. <laughs> oh, my, okay, I guess this is just, like, a hood thing, but... <laughs> So I grew up in that area, but it's a majority just Mexican-Americans or just Mexicans, you know? Right. And so there's a lot of like Mexican stores and they have, you know, those like, um, they have a name. Oh my God. Uh, but you know, the tortilla press. makers. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> the press. Press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, if you ever are interested, you know, hit, you know, go to the West End, they might have something there. Um, but yeah, honestly, we try to do the, like the plate thing because we didn't have one. And I mean, it, it didn't work did, out. Yeah. I mean, because I rolled mine into a ball. Work out. I, had, I had rolled mine into the ball. I had the plastic wrap, and then I just took the bottom of like a of like a pot, and I tried to like yeah. squeeze it, and then I did it. I'm like, this isn't flat. This is like it is, and it was like, yeah, ours was like thick, and I'm like, yeah, oh, this, this is, is not, not enjoyable, a, yeah. exactly. But yeah, definitely, it's so much more cheaper to just make your own, Absolutely. and you you can honestly honestly like modify it to your own taste which is wonderful and i mean you save money at the end of the day you know yeah exactly and it tastes and you like you said it's a bond it's an experience it's like exactly you know, it's, it's something you could do together which is great you know it so, is it is all right so to, uh, let's jump back into the danko game <laughs> um this next one <laughs> this next one i put on because i've actually i'll i'll tell you right flat out i fucking i've always hated this shit and it's because of the texture but you can tell me uh cottage cheese oh i mean i don't know like i said like i okay as it's much as i'm so, like really enjoying so lumpy there's so many little balls in there it's like you eat it and you're just like you got all this stuff in there and i don't know i mean maybe you can help me with like something like getting over that but i just it's the texture that just has always fucked with me like always i don't know honestly like uh like as much as like i've been learning to cook and this and that like i'm not that experimental and i feel like cottage cheese is just a little bit too much for me i don't know like i'm just used to mozzarella cheese and whatnot but I don't know. I feel it's like a lot. It's like have you ever I seen? I feel like the smell is not. 
I don't know if I have. I think it's the smell that just, because I feel like I have smelled it. And I'm like, no, like after I looked at it and smelled it, I'm like, nah, like this is not. It's like all these old people be putting it inside of like a cantaloupe and shit and just like eating it with a spoon. What? That's the thing? That sounds gross. Yo, you go into any retirement home and you see a man or an old woman wearing Depends and they got a cantaloupe in front of them with fucking cottage cheese just like scooped in. And they just, they just be, because it's like, it's kind of healthy and it's like a little fat, whatever. But it's just fucking disgusting. All right. Well, all right. We'll skip that one. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm sorry. Like I said, like child. I I made a list of talking to a child. It's fine. I made a list of a lot child of right now <laughs> because uh, I figured people are not going to eat all of them. Uh, eggplant. Okay. Um. Geez. Um. Hmm. I've had eggplant before, and I think the only reason why I ate it was because I didn't know it was eggplant at the moment, but I loved it. Okay. But I loved it. Okay. I actually good. enjoyed it. I'm like, That's oh fine. shit. That's the thing, though. For me, like, if I don't know what it is, right? And it, and like, if it looks like something, I I think I know what it is, like chicken or something. Okay. Like, I'll eat it, but it's like the moment you tell me. I might not like before, like, like, yeah, if you tell me what it is, I might not eat it, but, but if, if you, you just, just kind like, of like, it in, that's it. It's like, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. If just I just have it in my mouth and then you tell me, I'm like, Oh, Oh wow. It's actually pretty good. So yeah. Eggplant. It's a go for okay. sure. All right. And this one's, this is a big controversial one that has taken over the world and memes and everything. Pineapple on pizza. Fuck that shit. That shouldn't yes. even exist. Thank you. That shit to... should not exist. Ooh. I had a really bad experience as a kid. I was about to um, end this recording some... right now if you said yes. I was like, no, no, yes. I don't understand why people do that. I when I was younger, I had Hawaiian pizza, and or I tried it, and then I got into a van, and things just didn't sit well, and that scarred me up for some reason. Just I was carry like, that with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. Like... I don't know why it just really fucked me up. I just like I just remember how nauseous I got, oh. and how like I just you know what. No, just pot, fruit on pizza should not be a thing oh. at all. all right, okay, so, I'm just going to leave it at that. That's no go. That Fuck that, that shit. Goodbye. Good. Whoever invented that, loser. Goodbye. They they try to give you the excuse. Like my brother, one of my, uh, no, it wasn't my brother's. Who was it? Well, the Somebody, excuse that it's healthier? No. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah, eating sliced fucking ham on top of melted cheese is, is, is totally healthier. No, um. The whole like, oh, they're like, oh, no, but it's like the sweet and salty kind of thing. I'm like, eat a fucking piece of chocolate with salt on it. Like, you don't need, like, that's disgusting. Like, no. Oh, God. No, it's just gross. I mean, right now, like, I no longer eat pork. So just, like, thinking about it, it's just like, uh, like, pineapple is actually not even, like, I hate pineapple, honestly. And I think that's also another reason why I really highly, like, disagree with this. But it's like, I, I just can't, you know. I, I don't know like i like i said i don't eat pork anymore so just like trying to think about it, it just does it all right well in that case i'm gonna skip the one that i have on here which was chicharrones um we'll skip oh. that <laughs> and uh no. i mean i used to like it i'm, I'm gonna good. say that's that good. i used to like it it's uh all right so the last one uh my it's I, I have no shame i'll say i fucking love it candy corn candy corn candy corn. i mean the little the shit yeah i know what you're yeah. fucking so you've been they're using not the shitty actually i'm not gonna lie they're not that bad they're not it's, that bad it's just fucking sugar it is it is it hardened is, it is. sugar that's colored to make it look like a piece of corn i don't know why like it's yeah, there's why no, is that even think, a thing aside from there being high fructose corn syrup in there there's nothing having to do it that resembles corn whatsoever it's a cheap candy that you know you just 
kind of have to have i guess yeah. like during the holiday like during halloween you know yeah. it's like a must-have for some it's reason candy but... where like if there's a bowl and you go to reach it you could tell how long it's been sitting there by putting your hand <laughs> in the bowl you know it's like you ever you ever go yes. into a bowl of candy where you're just like oh that was not as easy to pull some out i feel like these have been sitting here for a minute oh no definitely no i mean i don't know honestly like i don't i never mind them actually like it was always that cheap candy but like i never actually minded i kind of liked it funny enough but I mean, I'm not a candy person anymore, so I'm going to say... Yeah, my sweet tooth no. is like... Because even like late at night, if I've been drinking, I don't want like sweets. I go more for like salty. I want like chips or I want like something okay. like kind of like crunchy, you know? Like I'm not like a sweet tooth kind of person. I've never been like that. I'm not just like eating cookies at night. I've never been able to do that. It's like if I'm like drinking, especially I want like peanuts. I want like, you know, some kind of like tortilla chips or I want something like it has like a crunch that I can like, you know, mm, satisfy interesting. myself with. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like now that I'm like getting older, I mean, I'm saying, I'm talking like I'm like 50 years yeah, old, I know, but exactly. like, like I'm only 25. Yeah, exactly. But like, I just can't, like, I, I just don't have that same kind of like drive for sugar anymore. Yeah. And, well, we'll have I to mean, grow up at some point. I mean, there's, exactly. I, I know people that still have that like horrible sweet tooth and I just, I can't, and they're older than me and I can't understand it, you know? Like, yeah. I, have, I don't, I have relatives I'm, like that. It's like, yikes, man. Like, no, definitely. I, I can't, I can't relate, honestly. And I think it's because I've been more like attentive to like what I'm eating or right. putting in my body lately. And so like the sugar thing, I'm just like, ah, like less is better for me than anything. Right. So uh, yeah, candy corn is like, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say candy corn is like in limbo for me, you in know, limbo. like it's maybe like, it's, you know, uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's seasonal. It's a seasonal. Ex- maybe. There we go. There you go. A there we go. <laughs> all right. Well, that ends the danker rank segment. Um, all right. So before we start wrapping up, uh, I was wondering, what are your, what would you suggest to the, the people listening? Uh, coffee order do's and don'ts, uh, like a like a do or a don't, whether it be how you order or what you order or what you say or your anything like that. What would be a very definitive, either like you should do this or like you shouldn't do that, coming from somebody who's worked and will work in coffee for you know. Mm-hmm. Years. Well, you know, definitely start off with the, hey, how are you? You know, that's nice. Acknowledge the person. Don't Acknowledge just walk your in barista. And, like, bark your fucking order. At exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, understand, you know, they're also human. So, you know, say hi. Be, yeah. don't, you know, just to be considerate. And so, and don't forget the tip. brother got for that at Starbucks, actually, because somebody did that. Are you serious? Yeah, he really? got written up because a guy walked up to him and he wanted honey in his tea. And the guy would just walked up and held up his cup of coffee to my brother, or his cup of tea. And he was like, honey. My brother was like, yes, sweetheart. And so... <laughs> You got you got written up immediately from that. But, Are yeah. you serious? That's, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's such a that's yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, I, don't, it was. I don't understand it, but, but anyway, sorry. Continue. Honestly, no, that's no, okay. I mean, just like you know, say hi, you know, and though I mean, <sighs> shit, like keep the attitude, you know, to yourself. If anything, um, I don't know. Um, like even if you're having a bad day, try and keep it exactly. Like, yeah, just just understand that you're you're also talking to another human being who is probably like stressed out of their mind. You know, just kind of be considerate. I would say overall, be considerate, and um, you know, don't forget the tip. You know, your baristas need it. You, you know, need especially now tip as well. Yeah. Oh, especially absolutely. nowadays. I mean, especially this is just for like any like like as business you know like wherever you're going out or something like be considerate you know like we're all struggling and so um i mean that's just about it just being considerate i think as a human being it'll change enough. how they interact with you it'll change how they get your order how fast exactly you get your order, usually. oh no <laughs> yeah. definitely and yeah. i mean listen start a friendship with your baristas where you know like we love i think if you're a barista you're like you're also in it for like the conversation i don't know i feel like baristas every like coffee shop that i go to like there's always um those customers that can have a 
conversation with the barista and I don't know. We just, we love the interaction. I'm going to be honest. Like I loved it. Like being at a coffee shop. I, that's what I really admire the most. It's just you're there like for having so these... long usually. And you guys start usually so early. And so you, mm-hmm. you have all these hours of the day that you're stuck there. Why would somebody want to come in and be, you know, rude? Like, why not? Like, even I wasn't ever doing it for more than the reason of just be fucking pleasant to people, like in general, but also like, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, you're talking to a human being like, hey, how you doing? Like, you know, it's just, it's like just nice and easy, you know, don't just walk in and be like, oh, we're gonna, like, just don't just bark your fucking order. Like, my God. Oh, no, definitely. Definitely. And I mean, I mean, what else was I going to say? Um, Oh, yeah. I guess that's that's about it. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm on the spot. No, uh, no, that's, fine. that's the whole point. So, <laughs> all right. So if you think of another one before we wrap up, that's fine. So the last thing that I do, I do this with every single guest that's been on. Um, mm-hmm. And you remember the game Fuck, Mary Kill from... Uh, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So I, I do that, but with food. So, oh, okay. so there's a... What's it? So there's three dishes. There's Fuck, Mary Kill. A dish that you would just like, just have like, just, just like a one night stand and you're just like, you're walking fun, like, you know, just like a good night. And then another dish where you could literally eat it every day of your life. And then another dish where you would, you hope you would just fucking murder it. You wish it never walked into your life. And it could be a food. It could be an ingredient. It could be a meal. It could be a drink. It could be anything you want. Things that you basically, things that you love and hate pretty much. Oh man, I kind of wish I knew this. Like, I wish, I wish you could tell me these questions. I wish I could have like knew this beforehand so I can have something ready because I don't, like, whenever I'm put on the spot, my, my, (laughs) literally my, my mind just go blank. Um, okay. So, so like, I'm a basic bitch, right? So a basic bitch like me loves pizza. I can live off of pizza. Like the fuck doesn't love pizza. I mean, I could, yeah. Especially if you're, if you're a New Yorker, like if you don't fuck with pizza, I don't fuck with you. Okay, are, I'm gonna be honest so with all you guys. You could go to any place around where you live, even up where I live, and we pretty much get decent fucking pizza anywhere we go. It, and I think it's because of the water. We have really great yeah. water. Yeah. Honestly, I think from from what sauce, I know, it makes, it makes the dough. You know, it goes in the dough. It cuts the sauce. Like, it, yeah, it has a lot to do with it. So yeah, I mean, hands down, pizza is my Mary. That Mary. is my okay. bitch. You know, I love pizza. Like your wife and on pizza. That's it. (laughs) I actually, I'm not gonna lie. Like this is a little story, but like I grew up on pizza. Like I was such a picky eater at such a young age that my mom only fed me pizza. That she literally used to just bring me pizza to school at lunch because she knew I wouldn't eat a PB and J. Like I just refused to eat cafeteria food and you're not not alone in that a lot of kids are like that and they do grow up. That's true, actually. I mean, I just never grew out of it. I can definitely live off of pizza. Fun fact, and, by the but way, I mean, my hot sauce, amazing on pizza, like way better. On pizza. I gotta give it a try then Seriously, because it's like my friend I, lives in Brooklyn and he went to Polly mm-hmm. G's and got a slice of Polly G's. Polly G's, yo, Polly yeah. G's is fire. And he okay. literally, he literally was showing me putting my sauce in the little pepperoni cups, and he was like, mm-hmm. it was the best fucking thing he'd ever had in his life. So I gotta give it a try. Next time you get pizza, give it a try. So, but yeah, I mean, definitely. So pizza is my pizza's bitch. Married. married. Yeah. All right, so let, let's go easier. What about something, let's do kill. Something that you just fucking, that you just would oh, happily never kill. eat in your entire life. Kill, kill, kill. I mean, shit. Um, hmm, this is kind of hard because, I mean, I hate a lot of things. So, <laughs> <laughs> I hate a lot of food. I, I know, this, this is, I'm so sorry. I know no, you're no, a very, not, like, foodie person. I don't care. I, hey, I, this is why I do this. I'm trying to find out what people I know. I I, food. I'm not going to defend it, don't uh, worry. <laughs> my God. Oh, wait. You know, can I add on to the Mary? I know sure. this is kind of bad, 
No. But it's like ramen. Ramen is fucking oh, fire. Yeah. I can't like. I just I got introduced to ramen like I could you not like maybe two years ago. Yeah. And now I've become obsessed. So pizza and ramen, great. Absolutely. Uh, but kill, kill, kill. Oh my god. Jeez, kill. It could even be like an ingredient. It could be something that you've used while cooking, and you're just like, I fucking hate this so much. Like even it doesn't have to be like a meal. It could just be something oh, that man, you kill or something like as a kid, you know, aside from pineapple on pizza, obviously. I mean, you could oh, also man, say I gotta ask Chris now, actually. Chris, is there a food I don't like? Because I can't think of something right now. I'm, I'm, I'm literally like just spacing out. Yeah. Is there a food I just don't like, Chris? I'm asking my boyfriend right now. <laughs> you don't know? Think about it. Is there something I just just detest that, you know, like if, if, if it was a person, I'd kill it. No, no. Oh man, this that's is fine. Hard. All right, so what about okay. what about like? All right, how about this? How about fuck something that you know you can't have every day, but when you have had it, you're just like, oh god. Banana pudding. There you go. Banana pudding. Cool. That is the perfect Listen, fucking answer. Yeah. That is. That's that, that. If anything, that would be like my one night stand. You know, like. All right. Banana pudding, like. It's nice I and always. Thick, you know, with two C's, like. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, like. It's so good to eat, but then it's like you regret it once you're done because it's oh, yeah. so much like sugar. Right. But then and... you stay away from it for a while until you're weak again. Yes. Back, right? That was me for a while. Okay. So for, okay. Another rant. Um, there was a moment when I was working at Pops that I was about to sell my own banana pudding. And because I was hooked on it. I was so fucking hooked on it, especially since like I started making them like making it myself. I used oat milk in it. So I, and you know, I just just knowing that I made it like made me want to just, just want to eat it more. And so there was a moment where I was just like fucking like eating it every day. But then I would always feel guilty at the end of the day because it was just so much. It was so like sugary, but yeah, that's my one night stand for sure. Like that's definitely, Oh man, I got to have some banana pudding. It's See, been a while. You in the mood. That's it. You really that's did. Oh, Shit. <laughs> All right. Well, but murder. I'm still trying to figure out the whole hey, like murder and kill. Maybe it's one. good. Damn. Maybe it's good that you you don't have a food. I mean, aside from pineapple on pizza, we, maybe we could put that as as murder. As pineapple oh, on but pizza. I want no, 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 bitch. <laughs> Listen, let me just give, give me like a second. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me just see. Uh, man, man, man. Let me see. What do I hate? What do I hate? Jesus Christ. You know what? I'm just gonna stick with pineapple. I, yeah, I detest go. pineapple. It just looks weird. Like <laughs> I, I, it tastes weird. The, I don't know. There's just pineapple. Me and pineapple just don't fuck together. We just. It mm-mm. is pretty watery. It's pretty watery for a fruit. It's pretty. I actually. Ironically, used, I used to make. I, uh, oh, you have a. <laughs> I have I have watermelon water. So like. Yeah, but it, whatever. But... Different watermelon is like it's 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 got like a little like it's a soft texture when you bite in like it's nice. Pineapple is mm-hmm. like you feel like you're like kind of going through it you know what like, it is too it's, it's like, definitely an acquired think, taste it's like yeah and i mean i I've, I've had pineapple before and i like for some reason like the taste i think lately like um being like working at a daycare we used to give the children like um pineapple but they always complained about it because it, right. it was just like too sour or they would leave their mouth kind of like tingly you know i'm not sure what they're putting in pineapple nowadays but <laughs> i just I don't know, honestly, but I just, I can't fuck a pineapple. So, you know what? Yeah. Fuck pineapple. I'd murder it if it was See? a person. There you go. You just saying. Conclusion. Look at that. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. Oh, All right. Man. Well, as we wrap up, I need to thank you so much for sitting down with me on this lovely Sunday night. Um, guys, check out Selena's podcast, The Art of Choose Me. 
Uh, check her out on Instagram, uh, rocketship underscore, right? Exactly. Rocket, yes. Rocketship underscore. Uh, that's where you're going to find all of her art and daily life. And um, I'm going to link all the tags in whatever post this is. I'll put it in the description for the podcast and Spotify. Uh, Selena, any last words, anything you want to plug before we say goodbye or I stop? well, I stopped the recording. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I mean, honestly, just thank you for having me here. I feel so honored to be a part of your podcast. You know, I'm excited for this. And I mean, yeah, just thank you so much. You know, like I never would have thought we would be doing a podcast episode together. So this is really I cool, I know. you know? And I mean, I'm sorry if I'm a little awkward. I just, ah, I'm still trying, not, I'm still trying to get over that. <laughs> not even a little bit, not even a little bit. This was, this, but this thank you so much, me. honestly. My pleasure, guys. This is uh, actually a great time. I, hey, my whole goal with this is just to have a nice conversation. That's it. Like, I'm not trying to, you That's know, true. this ain't a talk show. I don't have cards, you know, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asking you about a funny story. You know, this is a, this, you know, just trying to have a nice conversation. Mm-hmm. So guys, this is episode 12. I'll be coming out with 12, 13, and 14 pretty soon. Like I said, make sure you check out Selena on all of her Instagrams and check out our The Chisme podcast where her and Daniel have an amazing conversation every single time. I'm going to stop the recording. Uh, and then, yeah, guys, check me out and stay classy. We love you all. <laughs> Thank you. Bye.